0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fate Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, I guess I'm happy the All Star break is here. Yeah, we limped in here the last two days of Major League Baseball. Tough Saturday, tough Sunday. Let's recap it real quick. Uh, We hit our run line play on the Toronto Blue Jays. They cashed the ticket over the Kansas City Royals for us. That was our first bet that we hit on a run line in probably a month. So we'll take that one, or at least a full game run line, I should say. Our Ride the Wave plays, well, we should have taken the day off like we did with the rest of the car. We knew today was going to be an interesting day in Major League Baseball. The lines were really late. The lineups were interesting. You had a lot of guys sitting out getting one extra day of rest for the All-Star break, and we saw a lot of win streaks come to a conclusion. We go down on the Rockies, the Mets, and the Braves. I guess I'm happy the Guardians got rained out. Otherwise, we'd have probably lost another game. Then at the Open Championship, the week started so promising. We went 3-0-1 on the matchups. But then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, not so good. We go 0-2-1 on Sunday on the matchups. Victor Hovland, very disappointing performance. I expected a whole lot more there, but it happens. I get it. My game's not good either. And then our top 20 bets for the entire tournament, we turn profit on. We cash on Cameron Smith and Dustin Johnson in the top 20 at plus money. We lose on Morakawa and Matsuyama, but once again, The plus money on Smith and Johnson was good enough to get some nice profit there. And we will take credit here on the podcast. We called Cameron Smith to be the winner of the tournament. He was 25 to 1. He won. You make enough predictions here on a podcast, eventually you get something right. What's the old saying? Even a blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while. Unfortunately, not a podcast play, so we don't get to cash the money on it. I wish I would have the guts to play the tournament winner, but I didn't. Yeah, learn, live and learn, I guess. But now, let's talk about where we're going for the rest of the week here on the podcast. We will not be betting the All-Star Game. We will not be betting the Home Run Derby. I'll watch it. I'm also going to sprinkle in a whole bunch of baseball movies in the next couple of days. But what we're going to do here on the podcast is we're going to make some future bets. One in baseball, and then the next couple of days, we're going to have a whole lot of college football talk. We've been breaking down all of the field steel information reading as much as we can in each of these teams, dissecting the schedules. So we're gonna make some college football team win total future bets. But before we do that, let's talk about our current future portfolio. There's only one in it. Yeah, it's kind of like my stock portfolio is mostly DraftKings. So remember in Major League Baseball, we placed a three-unit bet on the Chicago White Sox to win the AL Central. That was at a minus 105 back on June the 6th. As of today, I could get that same bet at a plus 125. I guess I should have waited. The Minnesota Twins are now the favorite to win the division at a plus 110. So if you don't think Cleveland, Kansas City, or Detroit are going to factor in and have a chance to rally, you could bet plus money on both Minnesota and Chicago. They have a nice chance for a little bit of profit. But the Twins are currently two games up on Cleveland, three games up on Chicago. But I still like my three-unit play in the White Sox. Their pitching's getting healthy, and then the remaining schedule this year is really soft. Using the website tankathon.com, the Chicago White Sox have the second easiest remaining schedule with an opponent's win percentage of 46.6%. You compare that to the Twins at 49.7% and the Guardians at 49.4%, and it looks really favorable. So once again, we're sticking with the White Sox. We're not going to add any more to our holding, but I still believe in the bet, so I'm not going to hedge it with the Twins bet at plus money. But what I am going to do is I'm going to add a future bet today on the St. Louis Cardinals to win the NL Central. The Cardinals are just a game out, and they have the easiest schedule in baseball the rest of the way. Cardinals opponents have a winning percentage of 45.2%, versus a 49% win percentage for the Brewers' opponents. I'm also hoping Molina's return in August will give the Cardinals a little bump during the dog days of August, so I'm going to lay or bet the Cardinals at a plus 180 for two units to win the NL Central. Atlanta still has 12 head-to-head games left against the Mets, so I'm tempted to grab the plus 145, uh, but I'm going to pass. Yeah, I know the Mets could collapse there, but uh, not going to touch it, even though they have 12 head-to-head games to go. So now let's just recap where we're at at the All-Star break on the podcast. We've had some good things. We've had some bad things. And then we made some adjustments along the way. So I'm going to say the first eight weeks of the podcast when it came to Major League Baseball, we struggled. We did some good things, but mostly it was bad. Then the next eight weeks here, I really kind of think we found our groove. I think we found some things, and I can tell... Because we get like 400 downloads in the first hour we drop the podcast. And believe it or not, over 80% of our bets placed, we're getting line value compared to the closing line value. So most of the time, we're in line with the steam, or maybe we're setting the steam because we're one of the first podcasts that obviously drops the plays out there. And you guys are maybe following some of them. I don't know. But nonetheless, I feel good about where we're headed with baseball, but we're still going to reflect on what we did wrong early in the season. Number one loser. Major League Baseball first five inning dog, the dogs of the day. Great concept. I used to be good at this, but some years you're just not. And I had to stop because this year we struggle. So our first five inning dogs, 15 and 35, lost $1,699 or about 17 units. Major League Baseball dog of the day, 22 and 41, 34.92%, down $1,498, almost 15 units. Major League Baseball run line, run lines are not easy. We we won a ton of games by just one run when we're laying the one and a half. We went 20 and 37, 35.09%, down $1,060.49. So those are three plays that, for the most part now, we've stopped doing on the podcast. I know we played a run line on the Blue Jays on Sunday, but for the most part, you don't hear me talk about those three very much. The Ride the Wave kind of got introduced here in the last week or so. Still to be determined, it's early. We're seven and nine, 43.75%, down $303. I don't like to be down, so the ride the wave needs to go on a run post-All-Star break. We went through a period of time, we picked chalk. Major League chalk, we were 11 and 10, but because it was juicy, yeah, we won 52.38%, but we were still down two and a half units, down $253.17. The Twitter picks that are on me, where I didn't give you any winning play to bet, we went 0 and 2, so down $200 there. That's all on me again. Major League Baseball first five run line. We're doing okay here. Not good enough, though. 10 and 12, 45.45%, up $186.34. Now we get to the profit area. Twitter picks, 12 and 6. You guys are doing your job. Great insight, by the way. 66.67%, up $471.35. Game total, first five innings, 48-37 record, 56.47%. We're up over five units, $535.74. Game totals, the entire game, 36-26, 58.06%, up $686.43. And then the big key for us, team totals, mostly in the first five innings, were 52-37, 58.43%. We've kind of staggered some units here. We've stepped up a couple times and we've had some good success when we step up because even with a winning percentage of 58.3%, we have profit of $2,397.69, so almost up 24 units when it comes to team totals. So why the change halfway through? Well, I got sick of bullpens blowing it for us. I felt like we were pitching some really good games or we were having some dud offenses, We are handicapping based on pitching, so we needed to align our bets with our handicap, and that's where I had to remember what old Minnesota Twins manager Tom Kelly would say, and I've quoted this on the podcast many times, where he always said, momentum in baseball is only as good as your next day's starting pitcher. So what we're doing is we're just trying to handicap pitching only. If we have a good pitcher against a favorable lineup, we're gonna bet an under. If we have a bad pitcher against a good hitting lineup, we're going to bet the over. That's what we're trying to do. Nothing creative. Now, we don't want to lay three and a, or have to score three and a half runs unless you're at Colorado. That number's too high. You get down to one and a half and you make it juicy. I like to avoid that. But for the most part, obviously, the team told us are working out with us for that strategy. We hope to commit to it more here in the second half post-All-Star break. And let's go on a run. Let's make some money. We made some adjustments. I think we're heading a good direction no guarantees. This is gambling. We're going to have fun with it. But uh, yeah, thank you once again for supporting this podcast and listening on a consistent basis. The downloads are fabulous. The conversations that I'm having with some of you are absolutely fabulous. I greatly appreciate it. And as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money, have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently.